0: I'm a good fucking guy.
1: It's the unofficial, unexpected, and unfiltered
0: Canadian motocross race review, featuring Ryan the new Flockhart and Ryan Gould, with your host, Ken Ken Woo! Yeah! You know
1: Welcome everybody to the Canadian Motocross Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Ken and as usual we have the Canadian Motocross personalities that everybody knows and loves, Newf and Galdi. Okay Galdi, I guess you had a pretty uh, busy week leading up to the National and then the National itself at the end. Uh, Why don't you tell the listeners about uh, all the good stuff that happened during the week at the ECAN?
0: Well, I'll start by saying I've got the ANC, the Amateur National Cough, uh, from living in a field although I shouldn't say field, it's like living at a golf course when you're at MX station. the, the, uh, the, the prettiness and the greenery and the fencing and everything at this place is, it's pretty spectacular. Newf will be all the test of it when he, when he chimes in, but you get to the place and you're just like, Oh yeah, there's a dirt bike track here too. They got the pond and the buildings and everything, stoned and graveled roads. And the pits were a lot better this year, but yeah. So Basically, uh, 365 days ago um, uh, at the ECan last year, there was a lot of conversation of how poorly run it was. They hired the Challenge Quebec team, which is like AMO in Quebec. And they just, like, there really is no other way to say it, but they just did an absolute horrible job for the customers that came there. And they had just around 500 entries. I was trying to figure out the count, and of course you can't they use it, uh, I don't know, the dumbest scoring system online. I, I don't even understand why anybody uses the speed high thing, but that's just my, my two cents. But anyway, you go on, there I was trying to count just because people are trying to compare numbers. I kind of figured it out. There was right around 500 entries ish, maybe just a little bit over last year. Um, so it was easily ma- maintainable. I have that every weekend at an animal race. Um, and uh, the EK, and you have three days. So anyway, it just it didn't run well. Um, so I had a great conversation with Daniel, Jacob, and Jerome. We talked during the winter. Um, you know, I had a lot of people telling me not to do it because it's just so difficult to deal with the French side of things and, and the language barrier and all this stuff. But I said, "Fuck it," I you know, I don't mind taking a risk. I took on the job, and it probably couldn't have gone any better. Um, just under eight hundred entries, seven hundred and ninety-eight entries total. Um, for everything. So, well over last year, 200 and almost 300 more than last year. Um, so, that's probably equates to about 150, 160 motorcycles, right? Because everybody is an individual entry, goes to, you know, entries at least two classes. But it was great, man. We had one, we only had the one night with rain, right? think that was the Friday night? Yeah. Friday, yeah night.
2: Friday, Friday night at Port. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like when the racing was done, like we never got rain during racing day except a little bit i think it was I think it was during your moto wasn't it
2: no well, it was the last three or four motos on friday afternoon at port and when i came it? when i got the checkered flag for my last moto at like 3 30 it it started coming started, down
0: d- started drizzling a little bit okay so yeah we got we missed like huge storms um the weather side of things was perfect the timing and i'll just you know again uh, people like galdi you did a great job galdi you did a great job and new can attest when he does W-can or runs uh thing they say to us because we're the face and we're the ones talking but tim lee ezra lee mike Ivanitsky, rebecca dietz lily terry carrie ann ron eric schultz my mom my dad uh Jills braun and Sylvain Laflemme, and then myself that was like our team and man we knocked it out of the fucking park we were delayed a couple times with some with some medic incidents and things like that but we always got back on time we the schedule ran as smooth as glass even though i made a couple little number errors when i was building it um because we had to build it uh like i even said on last week's pod we had to change the schedule because of how many entries uh we're in so i had to like split some classes change some things and uh we made it Where i'm i'm (coughs) super fucking proud i will give a pat on the back to myself and the team but like I've told everybody going in, man. I've aimed. I aim to please. To do that, I'm. I love running the races and making sure it's structured and knowing that my buddies like Noof and their families from BC and all these people that are brand new to this stuff ha- get treated properly because they give them money, give me money, and they deserve a good product. And that's what we delivered. So I'm. I'm pretty jacked, man. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm fucking really, really happy with the way it went. They're already there's there are, like, there's no way we can run this without you next year and your team a couple little things couple little additions with staff a couple little track things you know the whole uh yeah. the one incident that was the big one was in the ladies class where we docked like 10 girls for not paying attention to the flag um uh with medic flag and then the poor girl t, t- is it t i'm new for is it just t
2: i'm not sure how to say okay P- yeah it felt tia but
0: Yeah. because there's Pia, an accent there's an accent over top of the a i was talking to the mom she had gave me an update on how she was doing and stuff and uh um but um that incident could have been handled a little bit better but it was like literally a, a perfect storm of everything kind of coming at once um with the crashes and the medics er, er, with the people not paying attention to the flags we're on the radio i'm docking people and we're we're screaming at the people as they're going by and freaking it it just was a a, and this (laughs) poor girl, this poor girl, I got the thing. Tia just got out of surgery. This was yesterday at about three o'clock. I was talking with the mom. Tia just got out of surgery. Three fractures, breaks in her pelvis, and a multiple ligaments ripped off the bone. Um so she got this poor girl got beat up pretty good on this crash. And that was the only incident that was really sort of really hard to control on our side of things. But um she'll you know live to ride another day which is obviously positive to say now but obviously could have been worse and stuff like that so i I was about the only downer of it all but yeah i'm, I'm uh you know but what well wishes and fast recovery to her and um but yeah i'm i'm really happy man i'm fucking I'm, i sat there yesterday on my couch in my underwear doing absolutely nothing i was so fucking tired <laughs> i ate chinese food for dinner and i'm just laying there and i'm like man i'm i'm fucking pumped at, at how that went and the way that people received it and the way that people saw and and it gave me you know i've shared with newf and ken you were there when we were arguing the go for news media day about this this arena cross coming up that i've yeah, yeah. taken another risk on i'm nervous about it because i'm not on the thing and yeah i got my buddy ryan who does a great job like me and i'm just but this just i got a fucking shot of confidence knowing what we do and how we do it and yeah, i was i'm really happy man i'm fucking really happy i haven't been this happy but running races in a long time and it's not like i've never been down either but this i was nervous going in and and um, the first day, like, and Noof got to hear it too that the, we were sitting down, kind of reflecting on the first day. Like the first day, three hours. You know, we we were a little late on some things. The lap times are longer, and I'm on the radio. Come on, we got to do this and we'll do this. And then my my team is just laughing at me because I'm like I'm so passionate and so fired up that it's like we're fucking up, but we're just like, just, calm down. And then I disappear to the peewee track late in the afternoon, and the the radio is just silent because they <laughs> they just all doing their job. They just and again, at the end of the day, and I'm like, I go, you guys like it when I leave, eh? They're like, ah, we just know you, buddy. Like, your passion, and we get it. We get it. But we got you. We got you. That's what we're here for, man. We got you. And anyway, it worked out. uh it worked out pump. I'm pumped that I brought my buddy Eric Schultz on to do the staging late in the thing. That was an important part of the staging is always tough with the double gate drops that they do there. It gets hectic. and But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm jacked, man. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm super happy. Highlight of the week for me was
2: Ken, um... Uh first day or no, was it I don't remember. No, it was uh, practice day Wednesday. There's an incident in the 50 class, and our friend oh. Ryan Gold <laughs> takes off in the, like I've never seen anybody sprint like this. Like he looked like an Olympic <laughs> sprint runner. Cool. His shorts are kinda long and he gets tangled up in the sand berm and just eats shit in front of everybody running to <laughs> the incident
1: Yeah. Nice. it was
0: pretty epic it was
1: yeah pretty i epic. didn't
0: i didn't realize how deep the drop-off was there and i my short little <laughs> legs ran out and i just went over the bars and fucking in the sand while running and <laughs> got up pretty quick and over to the incident but yeah i look around and i'm like oh fuck that's gonna be on a video or
2: something somewhere yeah <laughs> i think another positive you know obviously your team did a great job and and i even think and i think it's safe to say that the whole dechambeau team was on point a little bit better too like you said the parking and Everything like that was better, but just the state of motocross. Like I, I, I could yeah. understand why you were nervous, Goldie. I mean, there's no question that fucking times are tough out there, and shit isn't getting any more cheap. It's not getting cheaper, and to kind of come off of a disaster of an ECAN in 22 to go 300 entries more. I mean, that's a bit of a surprise, right? I mean, just in the state of everything, but. I think that just goes to show that motocross is healthy right now, and it's it's good. It's just good all around for the industry.
0: And I think too, again, uh, you know, you did a great job the WK. And if you get the right people running certain things that showcase, they give a shit for the people that are spending all this money. It makes it easier for them to believe in the product and yeah. buy the dirt bike and go to the shop. And even if they got a deal with say. The local practice track that isn't watering or grooming all the time or or maybe it's the dealership that just hasn't have a guy that's got a great personality or the uh, the bike's too expensive and they can't get a deal when they come to the the race and they see that kind of effort and and structure and and uh and quality i think that it, that gets a race because at the end of the day fucking if we were done at five o'clock every day and 3 30 yeah. on saturday you can sit back and be like sit with your family and discuss and really cherish those moments with them with the daughter or the son or the husband or wife whoever's doing the racing you're making dinner you're not running around worrying about washing bikes and chasing parts and and stressing about the next day because you've got time to kind of reflect and uh i like i pride myself on that man i want to be able to give the people time to relax and look at the overall picture of what's getting delivered and like it's uh like i just posted a picture of me and my kid my kid wrote amazing that last four to six moto and i give him a big hug and i got a little bit of tear in my eye because he like fucking sent it and i'm thinking to myself i'm looking at that picture this morning i'm like there had to have been so many people that yeah. week they had more yeah. time yeah. to just relish in the moments of happiness and and defeat but just like to sort of sit back and be like oh my god this is just so fucking amazing to be a part of it and um you know the transcan will deliver that same sort of scenario right the schedule that makes it work the timing of it all gives time to reflect and and sort of just drink in the beauty that is that myself and and you have known since we were fucking little kids new and that's uh yeah, okay. yeah yeah and like you said the health is yeah man 800 entries uh yeah the health is the health is good and there's no doubt in my mind that next year because of how it was run how good it looked all that stuff it'll hit a thousand you think? there's no I think it'll hit 1,000. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, the positivity yeah. sent and the Quebecers are like some of the – I'm going to do a report too to see how many Quebec and BCs, everybody that was there. Uh, yeah. I think the Quebec turnout was a little bit down because yeah. the doubt, yeah, right, of what they got sent last year. And there's, there's a lot of politics in Quebec right now. It's kind of like the way Ontario was maybe that five, six years ago. And uh, well, remember, like, remember, remember, last year
2: at the the awards ceremony, there was kind of like the divide going down the middle. There was like yeah, the, there was like the challenge Quebec crew that was pointing the finger at dechambeau and then vice versa. And it was yeah. like it was really weird. Obviously, that wasn't like that this year at all. But yeah, I could see how yeah, that makes sense. I could see how some of the Quebec people, you know, probably had more doubt than anybody just because of the way things went last year, right?
0: For sure, for sure. So now nah, it was a good week, Kenny. I'm pumped on it and uh I'm pumped that we get out this little plow. I and mean, we had I had a you few probably the same again, but god it, it an easy 50-60 people coming up, shaking my hand about the podcast, guys. So really? like yeah, I'm, I'm pumped on that too. So That's uh, awesome. we're we're doing good things, fellas. We're doing good things. Before we get into the pro side of things, like all these fucking pros, I guess we gotta talk about them, even though the amateurs are what's pays our bills. Um <laughs> just kidding. Um big shout out KTM. Husqvarna, GasGas Gas Canada, the purity performance adventure extreme of KTM, the simple, progressive, accessible dynamic of Husqvarna and the daring, capable, vibrant, inviting of brand of GasGas. Gas. Thank you so much to Allison, Sam, JSR, uh, Adrian over there for believing in us and being our first sponsor on the podcast. Um, I'm pretty sure they were happy with how things ran this week and how uh, you know good the team is doing out there, all the teams riding these brands. Uh, Racetech Suspension. Racetech is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company with over 35 years of providing factory level suspension to the everyday rider. Did you know that you can get the same great product setting services that Racetech offers locally to you and the tuner you can, to, you can drive to and likely see at your local racetracks? And we'll go to that one there. Uh, AGR Suspension here in Ontario. Stu is back doing suspension. Awesome to see. Our guy, Charlie Johnson Racing Suspension out of Alberta, Edmonton area and, sorry, Calgary area, and uh, British Columbia, GRT suspension. So those are Racetech uh, service centers. Hit us up if you want to get yourself some Racetech suspension, some of the best in the business, and all Racetech products are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Uh, Bristol Coachworks custom motor van builds right here in Canada, whether they are full-on builds or just accessories for making making basic motor vans for the Weekend Warrior. Uh, The old Hubert Monster Energy Kawasaki Rib, the current McNab's, uh, Sprinter and the GDR Race Lounge. They do a little bit of everything RV repairs, refurbishment, full upholstery division to do boat and vehicle interiors, 50 foot five long paint booth to paint commercial trucks and vehicles. Follow on Instagram and YouTube at VersaCoachworks. And lastly, but of course not least, CallusMoto.com, Canadian brand focused on the ride, fueled by passion. 100% of the proceeds go directly back to the sport. And I actually text Mitch Cook. Uh, this morning uh, and he's actually got he's like dude there's a whack of orders that have come in using that code cmxu at checkout to save yourself 20 percent and the code is still live people so if you want to get uh, some catalyst moto gear and support people that support us cmxu is the code at checkout and uh, there you go there's our, our our four big dog sponsors boys before we head into it and big thanks to them
1: nice <clears throat> that's good to hear that we're getting some orders there Uh, I was just actually on their website looking through and they have some really nice casual stuff too. I, uh, I'm going to take my kids and let them pick out some stuff and we're going to order it from,
0: I think the one that he's really breaking into is the mountain bike side of things. His mountain bike line is really, it's really, uh, fresh, modernized, really catchy, all that kind of stuff. And then of course it, it does all the breathables and the fitting properly that you want when you're doing mountain bike or even the road bike kits that they have. So, um, for people that are in that world, um. Not a guy like me. I do not fit well into those clothes. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of squeezing going
1: on
0: in that stuff. And, uh, but yeah, uh not just uh, motocross stuff. You can get mountain bike and, and road bike gear from them as well.
1: Okay, well, let's hop into the 450s then to start this out. Um, before we get into the actual results, I got a question for both of you guys. So Tanner Ward, who we'll talk about when we get there, uh, he, I think he didn't have the best result of the year compared to 250s, but I think that was his best ride uh, with the third in Moto 1. And then I think he was down twice in Moto 2, right? And then came back to ninth. That's pretty amazing, (laughs) if you ask me. But um, so my question to you guys is, what does that say about the, the differences between the 450 class and the 250 class that he struggled in the 250s and then comes up to the 450s? And it's a small sample size, but can we say that the 250 class is harder? Maybe it's deeper. I don't know. What can we say in regards to both of those yeah,
2: I, I mean, the, there's no question that the depth is deeper in the 250 class. Um, but I will say that Tanner rode that 450 phenomenal last year, especially towards the end. And Deshaun Bo's a really good track for him. Yeah. But I, you know, at the end of the day, the the whole situation with the way the Walton team played out, with you know the Bogle thing not happening, and you know Tanner was a team player and just went to the 250. Even though I truly believe it, I'm sure Galdi will. attest to this as well that tanner should have been on a 450 all year i mean that was the original plan that's what he wanted to do um especially with the success and growth that he had last year at the end of the year and i'm also a believer too that change is good i mean there was no question that he was struggling in the 250 class um obviously they had some bike issues and and whatnot but yeah when you kind of get a chance to jump on something new which obviously the 450 you go out there with kind of a different mindset. Like, you just, you got really nothing to lose, and you don't really feel a whole lot of pressure. And, I mean, he rode good. And the second moto, too, I mean, he rode, he had a little bit of luck. I mean, P uh, dags bike broke in the first moto, so a little bit of luck on his side on that one. I mean, I think that would have been a good battle. But, I mean, he rode good. Um, second moto went down. I think one of them was with uh, his ex-teammate, Makai. I didn't see it, but I heard it. And then the next one, I guess, was pretty nasty. And, Galdi, I don't know if you heard about this, but he got
0: t- tangled up in the flagger stand in the back like yeah I didn't, we didn't see it on tv and I, we thought it's so uh, obviously dylan wright's transponder must have fell off new if of i'm guessing broke off. Broke, broke off broke off well now, so we yeah. thought the same thing for ward because all of a sudden he's just gone and yeah. we assumed that he was in you know 15. he at the, that time he was in like 16th or something or 14th and then the next thing you know we get a text from um i think it was from mel saying okay. that he went in while we're doing tv that he went into a flagger stand so yeah i don't know where it happened or how it happened but i guess he ran into a flagger stand which is pretty wild because those flagger stands are pretty in some spots they're in the wrong spot yeah but the majority of them they're way off that sort of race line um so i'm i'm interested to, well, the one uh, the one he hit the one he. Oh, hit you know the, which one he hit okay you know which one
2: yeah no it was the one in the very far back Past the like you do that run tabletop at the top when you go parallel with the trees,
0: and then you drop
2: down that steep drop
0: off. That oh, you mean right there. You, you mean the area where the lady where the wives were at the twisted teeth. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they. I I got them on TV, eh? Oh, do you? Oh yeah, oh yeah, all of them on TV. and I started poking a little bit of fun at them and everything. Oh yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <I> <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of okay, a so, a, a so bit that drop. Yeah, that that race yeah. line led right into that thing. Like that one on the right before. Right on the Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know exactly That's what you're talking about. That now. Hit. Yeah. Okay. But um yeah, great ride. But I mean, let's just not, we don't, we can call a spade a spade. That, uh, that Cowie 250 F has been a struggle all year long. They have been struggling to keep it together. There's some parts on there and oil coolers, things that are above my pay grade that just weren't making sense, weren't working. And you know, the amount of DNS and the struggle. And as a racer and if you can attest to it, the, when the bike ain't up to snuff, your confidence is shot. Yeah. Like you don't have a lot of belief in what you're doing because you're unsure of what you're riding is going to, what, what you are riding is going to do. So, um, yes, I, for sure. I think the 250 class is a little bit deeper, but I, I just, you, you mesh all that struggle, the bike issues, and then that just that confidence, any racer knows you got to have confidence and it was, it was affecting them. And this week, he got a little shot of confidence. Got on the bike that he wanted, and it goes to show he he belongs in the 450 class. He's a 450 guy from here on out. And um, yeah, a little bit of luck with the with the T-Dags thing with the bike breaking there. Bad luck for T-Dags, but uh, hey, you got to be in there to to do it right. But the other part was I thought was cool. He he fell or he stalled it, and it wouldn't fire up, and then it fired up. And Makai and Moffelmeyer were right on him, yeah. and he pulled back away. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think, like you said, new fifth T-Dags. Didn't have his issue, they would have had a pretty decent battle for that third spot. But I, I would have, I put money down that if he, if T Dags doesn't have the bike problem, uh, Wardy is a three four four three with T Dags on that day uh, instead of the three uh, nine that it was because of that second moto issue.
1: All right, um, <clears throat> so I guess get right into the results here. Um, Galdi, is there anything you want to say about Dylan Wright and Jess Pettis one one two two two? Uh, kind of what um, we've seen, but yeah. You know, what do you think?
0: Well, I mean, Dylan's doing Dylan things. Dylan is the best racer in Canada. He has been for a lot of years. There's no stopping it and there's no, no way you can argue against it. Um, and what he did again this weekend, starting fourth or fifth, he blitzes by the guys right away. It takes him a little longer with Pettis because Pettis can carry the same kind of speed as Dylan. Um, and the first moto was kind of weird. And if I don't know where you were, were standing, but Pettis like that, that sort of table down to the right where the middle of the track is. um, And then they drop down again and then come back up to where the middle part of the track, where all the managers are kind of standing in the middle sort of there. Pettis like, it looked like a shock blue, like he blows the berm and he's over that. And then the rear wheel is kicking all the place. He kind of just gives it to Dylan. Um, And then the second moto, uh, I kind of say lap maybe three or four. It looked like something happened to Dylan. He's fucking blowing berms and the bikes kicking all over the place. And then both bikes in both motos seem to figure it out. Dylan makes a pass uh, on Pettis. But the both did guys... Are... That? Hey, hold on one second. Did you see that
2: fucking moment Dylan had on like the second lap? It was on M- Palmer. I got it on MXP tw- uh,
0: Instagram. Did you see it? Uh, I don't know fucking, if I got it. It's unbelievable. I unfortunately, I don't follow that.
2: Okay, so, well, that, uh, you should take me, a look at it. Kenny, me Kenny me did it, you see it?
1: No, I didn't see it.
2: Oh, my God. It, it, it was... He, he saw God. Well, he told me he used the Nicoletti line. He said he saw God four times in that second moto. <laughs>
0: like, All right.
2: He got loose here a little bit. Uh, yeah, go look at the video, Galdi. It's, it's um, crazy the pure strength that saved him from literally death. But uh, one thing I was going to say, I haven't seen Pettis that hungry and willing to hang it out Yeah, um, like he did this weekend. In practice, or sorry, qualifying. Him and Dylan went at it for three laps. Like, literally, it was war. Like, oh, yeah, war we got money. that on
0: TV. Yeah, that was on TV. I don't need to look at
2: that. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah we got that know. on TV, yeah. But in the qualifying goal, obviously, you watched it, but they went at it. And they were just oh, bettering, yeah. bettering lap times, and Pettis gets them. By, yes. I don't even know how you say that. Is it? Uh, point
0: point zero. Three right, point yeah. zero three. Yeah. yeah, like it was. It was less than a tenth. Like, it, what's the next one? A thousandth, point hundredth, point yeah, three, three a hundredth, a second,
1: hundredth.
0: Yeah, like it was. uh I was talking to me and so me and my buddy Shiltsy. I told him, hey, <laughs> let's go down. I always watch Deschambault down at the bottom, yeah. uh where the big jump is. So we looking up at it. Let's just yeah. looks really cool. And I'm watching. It. I go watch this. Dylan Wright is gonna just fucking drop it. And I'm like, oh shit, Pettis is right on him. Yeah. And then like you said, new boom, 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 back yeah. and forth. Pettis was not like they saw what he's been doing. Since Gopher, yeah, um, about him just attacking those first three or four laps, I noticed that the first time at Sandalee, but anyway, yeah, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. And, and Pettis, yeah, like you said, best of them by 0.300 of a second, that pretty uh, 0.03. But, um, like, the, like, they're a minute ahead of everybody else, like, like, they are gone, yeah. Um, and Pettis is riding amazing right now. So like he cannot even take anything away from him. Just Dylan is just a little bit better. Like he is a 0.5 to 0.7 a lot better to Jess, because at the end of the moto, it's about eight to ten seconds. And he uh, I I just don't I think Jess is the difference between it is just the fact that Dylan has just got that little bit more, you know, seeing God moments where it, it takes that it gives them an advantage in certain areas where you really got to let the bike be loose to kind of get that extra little second or, or or drive into a turn or coming up the hill whatever it was but uh, man these guys are setting a fucking tone right now both could be world class i think both can sit on any stage around the globe right now and be uh be a threat for a top 10 um i just uh it, it's pretty awesome to watch you know and uh I, i'm sure it's there's no doubt in my mind at the end of the day, there's a bit of frustration under Jess, right? Like even in the first moto, his TV interviews, like, man, I want this overall, man. I really want this overall. Like I'm yeah. fucking doing everything I can to do it. But Dylan is just a little bit more, right. That wears it down over 30 plus two. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's impressive to watch them man. the guys, I uh, just, the, just watching them go at it. Like Dylan's, uh, Pe- Jess, uh, Dylan had the best, like two 26, 26, 26, 27, 27, 28, 29, 27, 30. And then Pettis in the first one, 26, 29, 27, 27, 29, 29, 30. Like they're identical. Yeah. Like if you probably, you'd have to beat each lap down by 0.5s, 0.6s to yeah. see why Dylan ends up, um, ahead, um, by the, the smallest of margins, basically 6.6 6 seconds of moto one. Right. Yeah, that's and close. in Moto in Moto two, <laughs> it was. Uh, um, oh wait a minute! Oh yeah, Dylan Wright's only got three laps in Moto two. That's why we, yeah, can't, no. look, yeah. we can't look at Moto two. Yeah, fucking phone two. was
2: blowing up in that second Moto because everyone
0: thought that he crashed, crashed out, or right? something. Yeah. Oh my! Pa- uh, you know what's funny? It only shows. That's funny. It only shows laps. Three laps for him. It it only shows three laps for everybody on the on the score sheet here. Oh really? Yeah, like it doesn't show everybody's wild time. It's trans-
2: it's a... So the transponder broke off, and we found it. Crazy enough, we found it still on the mount, and just past the finish line. Oh wow, cool! Yeah, mm. yeah. And we cool. run like we don't run the plastic mount; we run like a yeah. You got a, a, yeah. a special one that is pretty good, and it literally snapped it right off. So pretty, uh,
0: pretty wild. That, but that I, I, I got last... his fucking head smashing off the fork or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're coming down to the final
2: not to jump ahead here, but Walton left two motos, a uh, perfect season in a sense with the overalls. Is this one as special as last year? It doesn't,
0: I don't know if you guys are talking about it on TV, but we're talking uh, about, I bring up the fact that he's on eight and 18 overall streak and he's won yeah. nine, nine motos in a row since go for dunes or sorry, since the second little in Calgary, yeah. um, stuff like that. But no, we haven't alluded that will be part of this show. Um, it's a talking point for us, but I mean, I would say, I don't know if this one is more impressive, but it definitely can rival it in the sheer fact that there's been a lot more um, against-the-wall type moments for him. Uh, yeah, it's been tougher year, for right? him. It's been tougher right? for him, right? Yeah, the, for sure. the Jess, Tyler, and Sean raised their game, Yeah. and then he has had to battle back or, or fight things or have a lot more moments of, of looseness yeah. this year for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he's he's definitely led less
2: laps this year probably than last year. And you'd have to go back and look at stats on that if if it's even possible. But he's led less laps because Pettis has been obviously Pettis has been healthy all year and he's and, and he keeps getting better and, and same with Moff and those guys. But uh it's still I mean when you go eighteen overalls in a row and blah blah blah, I mean that's it's still pretty dominant.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh speaking of Moff, um pretty Good ride, third overall. I mean, that's a great result, but that's comes from a, a fifth in the first moto and fourth in the second moto. Uh, he was kind of quiet out there, you didn't really see him a whole lot on TV. New, if you were there and you were just kind of watching from the side of the track, what what did you see? Uh, being there at the track,
2: well, he's lost, I mean, taking that week off and the concussion or whatever it was, the bang to the head at, at Gopher. I mean, it's he doesn't have that same intensity, Daldy, for sure. Uh, or the raw speed for that for as far as that goes uh he was quiet but you can tell he's not 100% and I don't even know if he's riding during the week right now or, or what it is but uh yeah it was I don't really have a lot to say other than it was yeah it was
0: quiet for sure oh uh, it was quiet in the sense of he crashed both motos and had to come back yeah. So at the beginning of the races, he was kind of far back on the starts of that. But yeah. that was a great day. That was a nice rebuild yeah. day oh, yeah, for, for Moff sure. um, because uh, I think he said on TV he was about 90%. I think he was 70 at Moncton he Says yeah. I feel I was about 90 today. But, like, he fought both motors, which is cool. You know, he had to get Makai in that second one. You know, Makai will get him into him next. But, uh, you know, he had the French fans and the whole dramatics behind him. So he had things. To- but on the podium, man! Holy Jesus! The smile on Sean's face—it was—you yeah. you could really see it. And, and um, you know, he had the sleeve all pulled up because he crashed and early in the moto. And now nah, was a good, good rebound day. But yeah, for sure, no, he's—he's well off where he was at the beginning. He's pretty wild. Like, you know, you—you you take a take a big crash and it, you have to take a weekend off. Like, if that was like me or you, that's like the equivalent of us taking like six months off, <laughs> yeah. right? You take one—you yeah. take one week with these guys. Take one week off with these guys and they'd lose an unbelievable amount, right? Like, I just watched the MXGPs and uh, they were in uh, Finland this weekend, and guys are in hurlings or were back. And they were, you know, the last time they were out, they were winning races and now they're back and they're like fourth and seventh. Yeah. You know, and those guys are world class. They're, they're multi time MSU. It's just crazy that if you don't stay at the same level for the entire season and you have to take that drop, it's just like, you're like yeah, fucking shuffle down. Basically, it's pretty crazy the the, the level that these guys are at that uh, that they can lose that much in that short of time.
1: Uh, Jeremy Mackay. So obviously he was kind of the star of last week uh, our our podcast, anyways. Uh, lots of drama at the race, uh, and then comes out on a I guess privateer supported Yamaha and and gets fourth place, tied I guess with Sean Moffenbauer for points, fourth and fifth. Uh, Goldie, uh, w- what can you say about that?
0: Well, I mean the ride you can't knock it at all. A great ride for sure from the kid. Um obviously it was uh, uh, he was very quiet all week. I saw him a bunch of times. Never had an interest to even go out of my way to say anything. Um, just that whole situation it was ugly. It was handled ugly. His dad went overboard. He got a letter from the Triple Crown. He got a letter from the Walton team. He's not allowed to he's not allowed to like stay overnight at Walton. Um, but is he allowed I mean, to race though? Is he allowed to race? He's allowed to come in for the day and race, yes. Okay. Um, but there are some repercussions for the, the, the the you know, the idiocies that took place, you know. And, yeah. and we said it on the show. He lied on his Instagram about the punching. There was punches thrown. There multiple people that saw that. I don't know why he had to do that. Maybe he should have the same grace. So that was wrong. The dad was not there this weekend. The mom was not there this weekend. But back to the kids racing. So the dad he, was there this weekend. He was?
2: Yeah, I saw him at Normandine on Sunday Sunday night after the race. He was with all the all
0: his oh, Wow, yeah. wow. Okay, I didn't wow.
2: see. I, I didn't see him at the race.
0: Now, don't I'm not. I, I'm, I'm pretty not. sure that letter said he wasn't supposed to be there, but I could be wrong about that. Yeah, um, that's just what guys were saying to me, but I never saw him. Uh, he was he was uh, ghost ghost times number two, but Ken. Um, but anyway, <laughs> back to the riding side of things. Oh, he he rode, rode great. He rode great. Like that was a yeah. bone stock bike, a little bit of suspension. St. Césaire Yamaha helped him out. So, St. Césaire is owned by Marc Antan Gennaro, who used to be a former racer, great guy. I had a really good conversation with him. And it basically, just to sum it up, was he said, I said, How? I, I talked to him. I said, How come you wanted to help him? I go, Don't you, you know, don't you feel kind of weird doing it. He's like, You know, I do, but this is why I did it. Jeremy Mackay is good for Quebec. He's a good racer. He treats kids good. He has a track near my shop. His shop, his track uh, helps sell dirt bikes. It helps get people into the sport. He is good to my son. He is good to all young kids. He is good. Quebec Racers right now is not a deep field. Um, we we don't have what it used to be, um, and he needs to be a part of it. So I did this, but I also said, you ride the bike, you go back to the pit. You ride the bike, you go back to the pit. And no talking, just chill out, because this is not the first time that anybody has dealt with the dramatics out of the Mackay camp. Whether it was the Quebec side of things or team side of things, so um, you know I, I had a lot of respect for what how he said it and how he laid it out to me. I thought that was kind of cool, um, but yeah, great ride for the kid and uh, on a on a bone stock Blue Crew right there. That's what Blue Crew does; it raises the elevation. And again, it doesn't look great on the whole 450 Cali team. But then I'll you know if someone wanted to argue with me with that. Well, I like well look what Tanner war just did. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. it, it goes both ways. But you know the dramatics are over. They have made their bed. Saints' year stepped up. Good job for Jeremy McKay. And yeah, he wrote great. Um, the, the French fans loved it. And um, uh, it's over. There we go. He's out on that. And where he goes and how he handles for next year, I have, I have no idea. And like I said, I, I just, I don't know, I'm different than you, Newf. I know you, you have a hard time sleeping at night if someone doesn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I'm not, I, I've burned enough bridges or done things and said things where you get, I'm going to let that one simmer for a while. I think they made a huge mistake and I know the kid was a part of that mistake and he put out that thing and then he lied. I'm good. I'm good if Jeremy Mackay doesn't like what we say on this podcast, but what he did on the track, I commend him for that. He went really good. Yeah. At
2: the end of the day, there's no knocking his ride. And the kid has a crazy amount of ability, right? I mean, you can just see him jumping on that bike and and being in the mix. And yeah, it's uh, yeah. Water. It's all over now.
1: Okay. Well, let's just finish out the top 10 here. Um, I guess golly. You can start with we already talked about Tanner Ward. You can maybe have a uh, a little more time on that. and then Benick, uh, sixth, Daniel Elmore seventh, Gibbs eighth, Parker eels ninth, and then uh, T Daggs with his DNF was tenth. So yeah, just go off on that.
0: Oh, well, Ward, great weekend. Good job. Love having him in the four fifty. He belongs there. So any of these teams, um you know it's starting our oh, talking silly season. I know Tanner's name has come up in a couple conversations. And he's just a good kid. And if you know that, he's a good kid. He tries hard. He puts the work in. And he's coming to the realization of what Canadian Moto can deliver. You know, uh, the law, the not that he had an ego or a chip on the shoulder, like motocross and everything. But I was talking to him about, man, like, just race for a while. Like, go get a job for a bit. Like, just fucking erase the sport from your mind for a bit and then come back. You know and I mean, no six months at fucking Club MX and blah, blah, blah shit. And Canadian Moto can deliver you a great career and a great life but in a different sense, like a, you almost got to be like a, a landscape guy. You're, you're off in the winter and you're, you're working the summer, where motocross, you t- take some time off in the winter, go do something else, and then come back to the sport. So I like what I'm seeing out of Tanner, and hopefully this continues into Walton. You know, he's going to be – he's good at Walton, so that's good. Um, Julian Benick has been quiet the last few weeks, but he's gone six 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 overall. Mm. He's yep. riding really good, and he's putting together consistency, which has been sort of that, that little bug um, of his career, his whole career, right? One moto great one moto just explodes. And he is now being very consistent. 6'6 six, six, six overalls, 8'6 on the day here. And I, I like what I see in that of him. And what what how moving forward, I don't I don't know how I can paint the picture for Julian Bennick, but I just I like what I see right now. And he's a good young BC kid. And I just I he's he's finally finding a nice stride. Um, and it's, it's nice to see six, 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 six again this weekend. Uh, Almore bit quiet, seven, seven, got a good start in moto two. I think was new. Was it two? He was up there in moto two, like right on the tail end of, uh, I think it was bedags. I don't know if he made it a mistake or crash, but definitely a little bit quiet since that podium, uh, seven, seven on the day, uh, Gibbs, um, quiet day, but good day right in around where he's been finishing. um, I know he made my friend Ryan Lockhart a little upset on Sunday night, but then made him happy on Monday morning. He, pulled, he... Through. <laughs> he pulled through. He, he pulled through. There was some pretty, pretty funny moments on Sunday. Uh, a couple of tears. Noof, Noof went blackout. And... <laughs> <laughs> Amy, was, Amy was
2: telling me to calm down. <laughs> oh,
0: and... fuck. Hey, you had, right. you had a right. You had a right to be angry. I don't got to get into it, but it was pretty But tiring. He did pull
2: through, and I got to give a big thanks to um, Tyler and I his gotta... for driving
0: the truck. <laughs> Uh Parker Eels. Um quiet day. 11-10 Him and the Truths train found each other again in Moto One. Uh they battled it like at Moncton, That was pretty cool. Yeah, T Dags, cool. um the, the oil plug cap fell off, lost the oil out of the bike, blew the motor up. Big motor swap between motos or motor, ugh, between motos and uh so a fire drill there. They did uh, the gas gas guys, guys are super pumped. Jeff over there in the gang and, and Higgins did a great job getting that's that your fixed. crew.
2: Goldie was big team manager this weekend.
0: Yeah. Big team manager. I uh, went to the managers meeting, man. It's just, it's really cool to hang out with all you guys, you know, like I've just so much respect for all you team managers. You guys really do a great job. You know, I'm just Thank happy you. to be a part of the, <laughs> part of the meeting, you know, like, let me in there like that. You guys are like, like, I just felt like a rookie coming into uh to such an experienced table. Like, wow. I, the, the amount of things that get solved at that table, yeah. like that's Canadian moto at its finest. It's just yeah. unbelievable. Um, Gage Stein, Maryland, um, uh 915 he was he was good moto one yeah. i got a little bit of on tv as well don't know much about him a good job the truth train it's kind of come off the track since you thought he was going to get on a podium at fucking gopher so we've <laughs> yeah, ruined it a yeah. nope. <laughs> truth
2: train is kind of like one of those little miniature trains that the at the fair you go to that takes you around or like a pumpkin patch uh <laughs> <laughs> the- <laughs> A
0: pumpkin patch, like a kid's train. Yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> Thomas. He's Thomas yeah. the train now. Yeah. It's not that it's Thomas the treats train. That's how we're gonna work. Um, all in good fun, but yeah, not uh thirteen, thirteen. Guillaume Saint Cyr, gonna see him back. That was cool. Ten, seventeen. Logan lightso fourteen, sixteen. De Silva was up there for a bit in Moto One. He probably would have went like ten, eleven. In Moto 1, I think his chain came off or something. I don't yeah, know. he
2: derailed, derailed after the big double, or he broke a chain or something broke yeah. to him at the end of the day. But wouldn't you agree that the 450 class seemed tougher this weekend? I mean, going through those results, like Leitzel and the Truths train, yeah. and, uh, St. Cyr, and, like, these guys are good. Like, it, it was deeper. There was another guy out there, too,
0: 999. Uh, yeah, he uh, Bergeron, Xavier Bergeron. His, me and his dad got in a fight in the last pro am moto of the of the Ecan week because he couldn't understand why the hot lap went with the schoolboy class. And I'm like, if you go back to the first day, the pro am went with the hot lap and schoolboy on that day too.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And me, I couldn't understand him, and he couldn't understand me. So yeah. I don't even know if we were really arguing. It was just uh, miscue Casey but it was kind of funny. And yeah. then we had a laugh. But yeah, Xavier hey, Bergeron, sixteen twenty six. Uh, Tommy Dallaire DNF twelve josh clark broke a bike in the second motor or he probably would have went 12 12 or 12 11 yannick boucher welcome back max philippeck bit off in moto one i think he crashed oh his pipe came off actually yeah pipe his broke. pipe fell off 14 yeah. uh seth hughes quiet 17 21 i think he should have he should have rode all week i think seth should have rode all week i was kind of uh yeah I'm that's gone. a that's a topic i i,
2: I have and in- and we can dive into it a little bit more on the 250 side. But uh, I had dinner with uh, Devin and Troy Smith, and Devin had a shit week. And I said, Man, with all due respect, like, what take advantage of the rule? Like, if you look at the guys that rode during the week, they're able to throw down right away and look good and feel good and practice and stuff. Like, you got to take especially when you're privateer like you're there you got to take advantage of this yeah. of this rule that you can do it right I agree
0: 100% um that's about it for 50 side of things nobody else really anybody um fuck the motos were
2: long hey with the long time oh, Jesus yeah. Christ yeah. there one moto like forever. I think the first moto was like 38 and a half minutes or something like that with the way it worked out and the second moto was both the
0: same but god it that's a long track mm. big time um i think that's at about 450 so let's give a little love out ammo racing ammo uh, hit them up if you want them to run your races that's what we do that's what i do <laughs> uh, and uh, we run races and uh, but ammo racing kind of helped inject a little bit of money into us to get us off the off the ground and running so big shout out to to myself and the people that help keep me going um gutsracing.com pulp 23 is a code to save great seats vintage stuff lightweight phantom foam work with many racers and teams gutsracing.com code is pulp 23 renegade fuel racers that win pour it in that's what it is there Damn it is it. Yep. That's it. hall race fuel passionate about racing with the roots to prove it thanks to blake hall and the renegade racing fuel crew out there they will have a big setup at walton Transcan. so if you're looking for a, the best race fuel out there to pour it in because you will win uh hit them up renegade race fuels and hall race fuel and then of course uh all the top brands the best products in the uh in the sport are from matrix concepts, Canada. And uh, my buddy, Noof, uh, works there sometimes, whole shot, whole shot sometimes <laughs>
2: 1200 <laughs> yeah. over $1,200 in whole shot awards. It was pretty Who, cool. Uh, hey,
0: did you, um, did you give, you didn't give B, the B mains whole shots, did you? No, 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 no I, 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 I was like, shit. Did he come yeah. up a hundred bucks short on those? No, days? because <laughs> I don't even think that we brought those guys to the podium. Did, did, did we, I think they came up at one time. I was wow. there doing the peewee track, but the announcer wasn't there. It okay. actually worked out. Like, I was a little bit stressed with the way the whole procedure
2: was going to go. But Terry, saving grace, literally text me every whole shot. And then I would copy and paste it to Matthew at the podium through Facebook Messenger. It was like, it was clockwork. It was perfect. It worked out really good. So, oh, the aunt, the Terry the, for that. And
0: Car- Terry and Carrie Ann. Ammo race team just saves the fucking day for making it. so It was, I'll it was really you. good. Yeah, and then (laughs) and then uh,
2: also Terry snapped a photo of me just in disgust watching Meston go by one lap too because I was
0: (laughs) they they were very excited about that for some reason they sent it to me and I'm like oh my god they're poor Nufco and fucking I got one from Lismore actually
2: too I I text Terry back I'm like the look of defeat in my face was this next fucking level
0: (laughs) I want to finish finish like give us some sponsor love then we'll talk about your kids uh, start. The hot lap and the the fucking (laughs) stars. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Ray, you got more products than Matrix, eh?
2: Yeah, yeah. Matrix, uh, 100%. Um, Walton Cowie team, 100% goggles, obviously, Tanner Ward. Um, Renthal Works Connection, Mobius. Uh, did have a display set up. Went through oh i don't know probably about 250 beer cozies that i gave out this weekend a whole bunch of air fresheners so we had a little setup we will be set up again at Transcan, uh next to extreme toys which is a huge supporting dealer of ours we're yeah. carrying product there um but overall good week we we're happy to be part of uh obviously part of that uh with the whole shots and stuff and uh it worked out really well, and uh, we're kind of similar. I mean, we, we our roots are racing. We're, we're all racers, whether some guys don't ride anymore that, at work, but just about all of us uh, raced at a high level at one point, so we love supporting these races. And uh, check it out, matrixconcepts.ca, and, um, yeah, we'll be at the Trans Camp.
0: So before we get into the 250s, I, the 4-6 uh, and 7-8 go together, Ken and the seven eights go off first and then the four to six right because the the timing and then i'm about to walk and go watch riley and newt's like come here just just come here you got you got to fucking look at this ryan you got to look at this and so i walk over and he's like look at this is the hot lap line that my kid took and his kid came out of the gate and went just fully right like a 90 degree turn to the right (laughs) out of the gate on the hot lap and then he's like look at this one he goes that's the start he just caught me comes out of the start he goes i'm 90 degree to the left (laughs) just but he's like
2: I'm never grooming this gate again. I've never fucking grooming it. It was a waste (laughs) of energy packing the gate. But then then all of a sudden the last moto, he just rips a fucking like he he was not anywhere in all six motos that he did, not even close to anywhere in the in the first five to even the top twenty off the start. And then last moto, fourth. It's just like, I, what What the fuck are we doing? Like, come on. <laughs> come on. Oh, fucking love it. I love it. Was it was weird. It's the same as your kid. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they rode off awesome them all week, but then the last moto, he just fucking kills it. Like, yeah. he rode. He The result still wasn't overly great, but he was 50% better than he was all week in the last moto. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's too late. You know yeah, what I mean? So my that. kid was
0: almost the same. Got better yeah. each moto. But yeah, just like, where did it? In the last one, he sent it to beat, your, uh, to beat Dougie's kid. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I sent it to beat little Sawyer there and then they became buddies afterwards and stuff like that. So uh no, good times, good times there. I guess. No, uh,
2: no rental equip for Arena Cross now though. Oh no, we're out. I lost that from
0: my kid beating his <laughs> kid. All <laughs> right. Back. You caused him fucking third overall. I oh fuck sorry, Dougie. I apologize, buddy. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. I need I need sponsors, everybody, to rent equipment now. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, two fifties. uh top three noof, why don't you just tell us what you think about uh, harrison McNabb and natsky
2: well the harrison thing i mean that's kind of i he he was good once again i mean he's been good all year but it just like those those three guys i mean i'll start with McNabb actually it was a quiet day he, he did have crazy speed but well first think, moto yeah he i think, he had to
0: pass all those guys i think
2: yeah. he's on i think he's on championship mode here right i mean he he kind of hung in there. I mean, he did hang in there. But the second moto especially, he made a couple mistakes and he just shut it right down. I mean, last year, he had to win almost every moto to get this championship. He was coming from such a far deficit. Now, this is a complete opposite. He has 33 points going into yeah. Walton, right? So, I think he's probably, you know, going, man, I just want to get through this and get it over with. But the first moto, there was four of them that were, you could almost throw a blanket over them over them for a little bit I mean it was it was awesome it's what we've wanted all year it's happened a few times and and Natsuki was really good and um yeah I, I just think overall Harrison I just love seeing him up there I think it's good for him it's good for his confidence and he rides that track really well and his bike seems to be getting better and better um but man it, the top four guys he, he can, and then Benoit was back Benoit told me on t- on Tuesday he wasn't riding and then yeah. man, he was he was pretty good this
0: weekend right so um did did you talk to oh you talked to him too yeah he wasn't riding right yeah no he said he's like i don't think so man i'm at him like ah bummer dude it's yay you know what you've had an awesome year don't even stress about it be the old man and just chill and enjoy the races go sit in a skyjack have an ice cream and uh he next thing you know yeah i'm like oh i guess all right he's fucking racist yeah no no and then the adrenaline and everything just took over the fans the adrenaline and he rode great four three on the day just off the box but um, he rode. Uh, he rode good. Yeah, that he was at the the back of the caboose, if you will. Yeah, or he, or he was the caboose at the back of that four pack train. But um, um, just the McNabb thing, like his first moto was impressive. He picked his yeah. way through, had to pass everybody. Oh, uh, yeah. he had to pass Benoit, uh, Natsuki, and Harrison, and uh, he did it in fine form and uh, got that got that first moto or the first moto one four on the day for second. Yeah. But um, I would say we are about. 98 to 99% chance that you will not see him next year. Yeah. 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 I got some good conversations this past week. Again, they're all still, still waiting to kind of like whether you sign something or if it comes through, but it's, it's pretty much a done deal for like doing the futures, getting that foot in the door for Supercross, and then do the entire outdoor series. Yeah. uh, For AMA next year. Um, It, uh, I I love, I I love it. I love it. I think obviously it'll suck not having you the number one, but then, of course, there's that carrot to dangle for somebody for next year, right? Yeah. Uh, to chase the number one. Uh, does Notsky stay in the 250? Does he come back at all? Does maybe he go 450? Uh, does Ben f- just fill the shoes for the Red Bull KTM team at 35 years old next year as a 250 pilot? Or do they go after Quinn Anniot? Or, uh, I, I, you know what I mean? Maybe maybe Jimmy Dakotas now, he's been popping in. Does he come back? And, uh, it, there's going to be a lot of a wild things to talk about in the silly season, I think. Um, or maybe they hire an American kid, or maybe it's one of these, maybe like this him in the Bose flug or, or, uh, or, yeah. uh, um, uh, Mark or, Finne- Finne- Phineas or something like that swap spots yeah. for now, you know, I don't know something like that. Right. It, it could be, could be a little bit crazy for our, r250 class next year Um, i think
2: we see benoit back again i think he's enjoyed it obviously these injuries have stuck for him and something that he probably hasn't felt in a while but i think we see him back i think he's i think he still thinks deep down obviously he was in the championship hunt right up until you know kind of the train fell off the track but um i think we see him back again next year i agree 100 percent. i think
0: that but i meant does ktm yeah canada facts put all their eggs in his basket like they did with mcnab this year
2: yeah
0: you know what i mean like or do they have a second guy like Benoit became the second guy, so yeah. that'll be a kind of or do does uh, uh, 450 or I yeah I'm not too sure. And also the wall thing, I don't know if you knew this new. So I did some digging. on well you should know this because you're the team manager of the year right now. Um, McNabb, even though if he wins back to back, it doesn't get something down the states. He can stay in the 250 class. Oh Kenny, yes, the new rule is an A. They added the age to it. If you're uh, Under 17 as of this date, or something like that. Yeah. You can stay down that year. So he doesn't actually have to go to 450 next year. He um, could yeah. stay and ride 250 again. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Harrison, he was awesome. <laughs> he rode great. He got a little lucky, I guess, in the second moto. He was catching Natsuki. We didn't have a lot of them. We were kind of trying to find battles, and we were with Racine and Amiot, and then Amiot and Piccolo. Uh, yeah. We found Jimmy Dakotas a little bit. We gave Dylan Rempel and Tanner Scott a little love. Uh, Jonesy was it. Austin awesome. Jones was in there a little bit. Um, but um, uh, um, the that we missed the pass. And when I talked to Nosky in his interview, he said, "Man, I just I, I took some bad lines with Lappers. I allowed him to get close, and then he was able to get by me." Yeah, yeah, it was
2: a good battle in the second moto. They were going at it. I was down by the big double in that one, and so I couldn't see a whole lot of the track. But uh, yeah, it was a, those guys went at it.
1: You mentioned Amiot, um, so the next group of guys would be Amiot, Racine, Piccolo, Scott, Jimmy D, and Jones. You kind of talked to one a little bit. Is there any, any thing that sticks out? I guess Jimmy D on the one twenty five hitting that big double was kind of cool. Um,
2: and getting the top five fucking start in the first moment Yeah, like, how, did yeah. He, he like, how did he do that? He started sixth and
0: started fifth, finished fifth. Yeah. Like he was right on the inside. So I think what yeah. he did, he was right beside Crayton Dillon. So yeah. I'm assuming he just got the jump. Right, he got the jump on it, and and then uh, just cut him off a little bit and closed the door on him, and then just tucked right inside. Yeah. Right, I, that had to be the way. And then, he, yeah, he comes out, comes out fifth and freaking uh, and stays fifth. It was fucking impressive, man. And yeah, it was. He's just such a fucking good dude. Yeah. His whole story about everything, and then he comes up. He fucking rode on real in the second moto. So if you go to his uh, Instagram. Um, I think it's – what I can't remember the media group. They had a GoPro on them, right? Actually, I got a text during the TV show, are GoPros legal in Canada? And, yes, they are here. We don't have that same rule as the States. I don't even think we give a shit at all, really. Um, But uh, the – so anyway, on the gate, it looks like – because the KTM has like a lock – bolt right new from around where the stem comes through like on top like you tighten down your your stem nut underneath your yeah, and clamp, then you lock it and in then there's another... that, i think that was the one that was coming loose mm-hmm. and then what it did was allow the the main top uh nut like the, that what is it like a 19 no like a 22 or something like that um uh come loose and it it shows pete trying to figure it out he's trying to get it and then he can't get it. and then you see um on the helmet cam uh umronnie a McNabb's mechanic he comes in, and then they fix it. He's a fucking. He's forty five. Actually, you know what? I can find. Like you look this up, I think, because that that time should be there, right? If you go to the pro am, lap second moto, laps round seven, because it should show how far he was behind on the first lap, in moto two, finished ninth. Where the hell is he? He was thirty sixth on lap when he crossed the stripe. It says he was thirty seconds back of the leader at that point that's got to be wrong that's got to be wrong that's got to be the first lap i think oh a minute a minute 28 no 28 yeah Yeah, so uh harrison chops at a minute Ah, fuck i don't know how to figure that out anyway he was he was 40 some odd seconds back of of last place he worked his way to ninth it was it was impressive as hell i mean he was fun to watch he's whipping it for the crowd he's fucking he was he was a he was a, a a great little extra to add into what we had going on and and uh just fu- Dude, he's jumping that fucking jump oh yeah on a 125 yeah it's obviously got some juice to it some race fuel and this and that but he's jumping the goddamn. jump well, i know i know how hard you got to hit that thing and uh yeah to- <laughs> like oh my god like it was so impressive and so cool to see and and uh and yeah, it was fun fun to have him there I, I mean yeah he's ken he's the he's the one to talk about of the group again and uh you know we'll go to to Quinn Amiot right now, another great day, but he just doesn't have the strength to hang on. Like no. he's gone f- five, five, five the last three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he just doesn't have the strength to hang on and, and keep the pace of those guys right now. Um, and, um, he, uh, he says it in an Instagram post and stuff like that. And, um, that is, he's just struggling to, uh, to make it happen. Uh, when, uh, when the time is needed kind of thing, when he needs that strength, but, um, Great day. Good. Another solid day. Sebastian Racine, pretty solid. He's just, there's something missing there right now, Nuf. I don't know what it is. Like, he's obviously not getting great starts, but, like, is he just crashing all the time? And he's, like, he was so strong at the beginning of the year right with those guys, and I thought it would carry into these, and it just hasn't, it hasn't really happened.
2: Yeah, it just seems like he's just, yeah, there's something missing. I, I can't pinpoint what it is. I don't know enough behind the scenes on that on that side of things. But, I mean, like you said before, I mean, he, kevin tyler's willing to put the time in with him yeah. it's not just a one and done by any means right so um you know even during the week watching him ride like he he is fast he can throw down but he could never make the pass on Tromblade stick he made he made the pass like during the week in the pro-am class but just something missing there a little bit but i mean he's putting the putting the time in finishing the motos and i think that's <clears throat> that's obviously important right
0: uh piccolo uh welcome back um had a decent week doing the E-can road, the program class got himself kind of back situated um I've said on the show I've talked to other people outside of new or even the team and you know his buddies maybe he's texting them or snapchat and it sounded like he wasn't really that focused or really caring about coming back to seriousness um 9 seven he, he had to come from behind both motors so I crashed yeah. yeah oh he did actually crash the second one I know he crashed the first one Amy Ambul- oh yeah but that was that was towards the end he was up in the fifth so he only lost the spot there but um i I mean decent uh i kind of thought he would be a little bit better but again maybe that is you know kind of going to the to the rumors that i heard that he really wasn't training his heart and and doing his work and again i i this is just uh stuff i've heard this is not total truth um, but nine seven, um, you know, what was it like under your tent, dude? Like you were right beside the whole show. I think
2: he showed he showed a lot of heart to me in the first moto. I mean, he came, he fell on the back side of that new section, you know, the new drop down there. Um, okay, yeah. In the backwoods. He fell there, and guys were jumping over him and over his bike, so he was a long ways down, like he couldn't get up right away. And he did show a lot of heart. I mean, he was making passes on the last lap. Um, there's no question that it took way longer than. Any of us would have liked for him to come back. Um, But then again, you know, it's his shoulder, not mine, right? Like, I don't know what it felt like. So it's easy for me to be like, yeah, I've dislocated my shoulder before. You should have been back in two weeks, and you're fucking good to go. I don't know. He still says it's sore. So um, it took way longer to get back. Um, He's had a slow start getting back on the bike. I think this past, uh, well, a week ago, so before ECAN, was a good week for him. Um he was nervous as hell. I mean, he feels the pressure. There is pressure there, there's no question. Um, you know, he was hired this year to win and his season was over in the first 75 feet, um, as far as championship goes. But yeah, I mean, we wanted more, but he did show heart and he didn't give up. Um, and he had moments of, of the moto that were, you know, old Jake Piccolo, right? So yeah. um, I basically just went back, you know, he was pretty down in the dumps after the second moto and um, I just said, buddy, it's time to go to work this week. You're gonna bust your ass off and and let's get back. You gotta you got one national under your belt and you kind of know where you're at right now and you know the pace of the other guys. Um, it's time to fucking shine. Come, Walton. Like you gotta, you gotta we got we need better than that, right? And he knows that. So uh, he has to track. be he has
0: to be a podium in a moto at Walton. It has to happen. Has to happen, yeah. Doesn't have to be an overall podium, but one moto has to be a podium. He yeah. rips at that track. Yeah. he's got two weeks to kind of prepare for it and it has to be the, the team that he's on the, the weight that he carries the pressure that comes with it. There has to be a podium at Walton yeah. in one of the motos has to be. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes this week. Um, I I'm confident that he can do it. I mean, he's a past champion. He has crazy amount of ability and, and stuff. So we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. But like you said, yeah, needs to be better this, uh, this coming. This coming I think, definitely. um,
0: I had a bet with my mom. I think my mom won the bet. I think she, I think she might have went nine six. He went nine seven. So uh, maybe I'll give my mom the fifty bucks I bet her. Yeah, <laughs> um, you definitely didn't win the bet. So, well, nobody actually won the bet because it was wrong. But whatever. Yeah. Okay, I haven't won a bet all fucking year. Actually, no. Um, <laughs> i have not. I haven't been good. My Vegas odds are bad. Denise Denise Gold said three six. Three oh three six. Okay.
2: Yeah, the closest okay. one, there was another one that was the
0: 4.7, and there was a 5.8. eight. Oh, 5.8 would have been the closest one then. Okay, so uh, Tanner Scott, um, he rode good all week, kept those guys honest in the Pro-Am class, just fourth place, just behind. Dude, he had to go back-to-back twice. Pro he on a 350? Was he on a 350 during that Pro-Am motor? Uh, Good question. I yeah. I, I would say... Yeah. I, he probably wasn't on his race bike, I would think. I, I, I'm not 100% sure, but that could make sense for sure. Um, but I, uh, impressive to see it goes back to back, wins the schoolboy class. Um, you know, he's young enough to be able to ride those things, and he goes 1 1 1. But back to back twice, Pro Am and then schoolboy, or I can't remember school. Yeah, it was Pro Am and then schoolboy. So cool to see. But I, I, he's riding good this year, uh, probably better than last year. Yeah. But it's just like right outside of this, this, this step up, like, you, I, you, you almost wanted to see him be in all the battle with, although Quinn stepped it up more, maybe. And then Racine, now oh, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm asking too much, because, like, Racine, we thought was going to be podium threats all the time, and maybe he's he's not really been that way this year, right, because last year he finished third in the series. Quinn Amiott, we would have thought was going to be a little bit back farther, and then he's taking the jump off this year, even with this injury. Like, is Tanner Scott fitting in exactly where he should right now, News? I think so. But I mean, it's better, too, right? It is better. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, the races that he did last year, the last couple nationals or whatever it was, I mean, I didn't think it was like, you know, there wasn't, you know, he was consistent. But my biggest takeaway from him is, God, his conditioning is good. He's in good fucking shape, man. Like, he does not fade at all during these motos. Like, zero.
0: I was actually surprised that he didn't get Rempel. I'm impressed with Dylan Remple in that second moto. Yep, they yep. battled the entire fucking moto, and I know that because we did bring it up on television. The TV show was one of the best ones we did this weekend. The boys found us tons of things to talk about outside of the lead when it was a far apart and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, him and Remple went at it. I was a little surprised he didn't get him. So a tip of the hat to Dylan Rempel in that second moto for hanging on to that eighth place. He rode really good. And, uh, again, another young kid maybe just a bit of kid strength on that one between him and Tanner. Like I think Dylan, Dylan had a birthday on Monday. I think he turned 16. I think Holy Dylan God. Ripple just turned 16 on Monday. Is that all he is? I thought wow. he was old. I didn't know that. Yeah. He had a birthday. I don't know if it was 15 to 16 or 16 to 17, but yeah. he literally just had a birthday Monday. They were firing. They were pitted right behind us and firing off firecrackers on uh, Monday yeah. or Tuesday. I think it was Monday night at uh, yeah. things. So, um, yeah. yeah uh, uh uh Davey's dad there was telling me about it he said yeah it's his birthday but I so I don't know if he's the same because Blake is 14 right yep so I think it yeah I'm pretty sure it's 15 to 16 so Dylan Rappel is is that young uh still not still not driving a car um but good job on him Jonesy 12 10 another top 10 Jonesy's clicking him off here um Kyle Murdoch don't know much about him 14 12 good job yeah, he was, parked, was,
2: uh, he was parked right over. He's Well, he's uh, like New Hampshire, New, New England guy,
0: either way. Yeah. So I like this here 13, 13 13 for Blake. You're talking about a little bit at the beginning of saying the Chicago week. He rode three classes, right? Or just yeah. two? Uh, no, he rode, did he ride the Pro am one? No, he, no, he just rode the two, right? Just the two no. intermediates. So anyway, six motos during the week, practice along motos, kids not tired, goes 13. Thirteen, I, I think that's a like a positive look into the way like the <clears throat> the younger you are, maybe you need to ride all week to keep the blood flowing. I don't I don't know. Look yeah. at that, um, but uh, a good solid day after a long week for Blake Davies. William Crate eleven fifteen. I thought I would have saw more out of him. Um, remember last year he was up front in the podium position for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Gainer a little bit of a downer after a, a lot, two weeks in a row that real good. Um, Marcus Ducey very quiet on the east man. I'm not. Uh, we've not talked about him a lot. we got a 12th in the second moto, right? Uh, 14. Oh. 14, yeah. You uh, from Zef. I think we ruined him, Ken. <laughs> we did the interview. Yeah, and it's, it's, been, been, it's, been it's been not too good since. since. <laughs> uh, Jack Zars, Wolfsboro, New Hampshire. Never Wolfsboro, never heard of him, 2018. Ethan Lawrence, um, kid rides a two-stroke from way up north Ontario, 18, 24 points on the day. That is going to land you a national number when you go pro next year. Good job, kid. Uh, Craig and Dillon uh, crashed in the big double, right, Noof. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like big time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In the second moto, 1736. Yeah, I was so. right there. He was all yeah. right.
2: Uh, I, I witnessed a lot of crashes up. Well, not a lot, but I almost got landed on by um, Tristan Dares because I was down there when that Nathan Germ- – is it Nathan Germain Is that his name, the intermediate kid, Quebec? 215, yes.
1: 215. Uh,
2: yeah, he was thirty seven. Yeah, he was mangled down there, and so I go down, go down to kind of check out. They get him on the backboard, they get him across the track, and literally Kinger puts the red because Kinger's at the top of the hill. Yeah, he puts the red cross flag down, and fucking Dares <laughs> comes over and lands in the same on the side. They were landing on the side because it was so rutted; they were steep bouncing into it, and he just takes an immediate left off the face. And just nails the flagger. The bike just cleans the flagger out, and I jump out of the way. And Red Cross is back up. So yeah, it was one. Of, it was a crazy. Yeah, uh, I saw that on game.
0: TV. Actually, we saw yeah. you on TV with yeah. the arms waving and shit. Yeah. Kinger just pulled it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Devin Smith, Isaac, Isaac Gadagnel, pretty decent. Twenty-one, twenty-one. Hayden Jameson, nineteen, twenty-three. Devin, yeah, not a great weekend. Twenty-three, twenty-two. Uh, Tristan Dares, thirty-three, twenty-four. What? When you said they should have raced, what did they say, Noof? Because uh, Devin didn't race really, all week, right?
2: Didn't really have anything to say, no. Um, I mean, I think you'll, I, I think you'll see them racing Transcan, right, and Pro Am. But
0: is uh, Piccolo going to ride all week in Pro Am?
2: That's the plan. That's okay. the plan. I haven't talked to Dig yet about it, but I, I want him to. I want yeah. him to. It's not going to yeah, hurt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Might as well get more time on the bike that you can. And gate drops are better than just doing practice motos and shit. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I think that's about it. And you're, you're at Daniel Power, John Myers, Ben Leclerc, tough weekend. I love uh, that.
2: I love that Power guy, man.
0: I love the – what's his
2: first name? Is it Samuel Samuel.
0: Power? Yeah, Samuel about, Power.
2: His name Samuel on his power. jersey has, like, the lightning bolt thing
0: in the middle of it. It's fucking awesome. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just want to wanna have that name? I want that name for the lightning bolt. Damn guy. Power. Um, now, if we do a little points look at here, boys, uh, pretty likely that both Ryder and Dylan will clinch in Moto 1 yeah at um at uh, transcan so that's the thing um Benoit Natsuki, pretty far apart Harrison. Harrison's got an outside shot at getting Benoit's twenty two back so outside shot of still claiming a podium Racine and thing that like, there's not a lot of closeness no. in the points to for anybody really moving up uh in the two fifty class four fifty uh two motos to go. Big gaps in the top three. Moff of our way back now. Uh, Daniel Elmore does have an outside. He's only one point behind Moff. Um, mm-hmm. Now for fifth to get fourth. Gibbs, pretty far back. Jeremy Mackay only seven points behind Gibbs. So that can switch seven and six. Church Train... Only one point between Eels and Benick. So a couple of spots could flip. Lars Van Berkel still 11th. <laughs> <do you> think? <laughs> yeah, still 11th in the points. So a couple of little flips in the points there. mostly uh, Let's Bring him back. Mo- a <laughs> Did you watch the Sandalie vlog? No, not yet. No, nah, it's, it's long. It's hard to watch. He's, he needs to do a better job of making it entertaining. But there's a lot of stuff. Your kids are in there. Your wife's in there. You're in there. And lots of fun stuff and stuff like that. But, um, uh, yeah, so it looks like Dylan Wright just petted us to uh, – um, back-to-back, well, Dylan Wright, back-to-back-to-back-to-back, right? This is number four if he gets it in a row. And then uh, yeah. Matt or McNabb, back-to-back, the ones, the, the number ones come in wearing them, and it looks like they might be leaving into 24 again wearing them. So, uh, so before all,
2: we before we end this, Kenny pick Motocross of Nations team right now?
1: Uh, Dylan and Ryder, I think, obviously. MX3 probably have to go Pettis, right?
0: Yeah. Yep, Pettis, yeah. right, McNabb. That's a yeah. great team. Yeah. That's a great team and they will do a great job. And that track uh caters to both Ryder and Pettis, like Ruddy yeah. Hills. I don't think you could you could throw Dylan in a fucking sandstorm and he's gonna you know, he's gonna give you the, the best effort that you've ever gotten from Canadian. So I think that is a great team. Dylan Wright, Jess Pettis and Ryder McNabb, I believe, will be the ones going to Erne, France on our Thanksgiving weekend, October 9, 10. What it was this? Nice. Uh, yeah, it's our thanks because I have a I have a race that weekend. That's why I I would Go for Dunes actually. So um uh Diggs goes to Donations Noof and doesn't go to Canadian Nationals. Is that how this works this year? <laughs> <laughs> no, or
2: Diggs goes to Ernay and sends me to Dunes to help you out with your race. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there we go. Well you bet you gotta come drink it in again because you're my lead man at Arena Cross coming up here. So you'll you'll be getting yelled at on the radios. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, okay, big uh shout out to KTM Canada, Gas Gas Canada, and Husqvarna Canada. Thank you so much uh, the, for those brands jumping aboard, believing us. Race Tech Suspension, Charlie Johnson Race Suspension. Thanks, Charlie, for bringing us into the Race Tech family and joining up on the podcast. Bristol Coachworks, and of course, moto.com uh, Use the code CMXU at checkout. Uh, another solid pod, boys. Like I said, these mm-hmm. things are going well. Uh, we're coming to the end of uh, uh, MX, SX starts up. We're going to have the world supercross to talk about. Uh, we're going to have obviously MXON. Um We're going to have a lot this fall actually to kind of carry the shows and keep going, yep. boys. And of course, yep. just us mouthing off and creating fucking nonsense. So, yeah. mouthing off, Noof. I got to get Noof in more trouble. I want more people to not yeah. like Noof. Yeah. Too many people packing Noof's Kate. Noof. Like, it's just ridiculous. He's <laughs> got eight people packing his fucking. I got a lot of <laughs> fans, buddy. A lot of <laughs> fans. Like, just, skate. Get... no, I it's either fans or they all just get crazy deals on hundred percent works connection yeah. rent all fucking makes just backdoor just every step someone puts in they get an extra product on the gate <laughs> every every pack but uh yeah good week at the ecan thanks new for uh hanging and treating uh, and dougie there and, and all that stuff and i'm pumped on the ecan and uh thanks to everybody that that came out and supported it. It was a great event, and we had another great uh, triple crown race. And we got a weekend off, and now we live. And then we live in a field again for seven days. So
2: and our summer and the summer of Newfoundland is almost over, and not one fight.
1: Wow, that's probably the most surprising thing of the whole year, I think. Where are you pitting?
0: I don't know. I'm gonna. De- I'm debating on that. You I don't want to. You, you want to go with, with your BC like team? Your BC team? No, no. I, I like being around you. Uh, I'm a good fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right, Kenny, I guess that's about it, buddy. Good job. Get this puppy out there. We're a little delayed. Poor Newfie is in the land of known phone signals. He's at yeah. McDonald's, Parker. Did you get breakfast? Did you get an Egg McMuffin at least? No, no. And Dig just texted me. He goes, where are you?
2: And I'm like, I'm at McDonald's. He's like, why are you at McDonald's? I'm like, because there's no fucking Wi-Fi. He's like, oh, it's all back up and running now. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got to head back to the dunes. The kid's doing the camp this week. And I got to get some fucking work done.
0: Who's teaching the kids? Or who's teaching the camp? There's Dylan Wright, Tanner Ward,
2: and I don't know if Jake's doing it or not. Um, but yeah, that's yeah, Dylan
0: and Tanner. Cool,
1: cool.
0: All right, well, good luck to all. Have fun. Cheers, boys. Yep. Thanks. You See ya. Bye.